Inspiration, Adventist Reflections. Now, to discuss character building ideas, here is your host, Dr. Denzi. Hi family, welcome back to episode 10 on this series on how to understand the Bible. Before we go on to today's episode, I would like to thank Michael who reached out on our social media, on Facebook, on the Adventist Reflections Network page. And he shared with us his insight and something that he appreciates a lot. He tells us that Sabbath is the highlight of his week. And he shared with us a little poem that comes from a children's book, but he utilizes it and reads it even now as an adult. And I thought to share it with you with his permission. And he said, yes, it says a Sabbath well spent brings a week of content and a strength for the tasks of tomorrow. A Sabbath profaned, whatever may be gained, is a certain forerunner of sorrow. May God bless you, Michael, who shared this insightful, short, but very truthful poem. Now, this episode is all about the Bible again. How exciting is that? The title of these reflections is The Bible as History. In order for us to understand the scriptures, we must remember that there are pieces of evidence that give way to God's Word, to the Word of God, as being a crucial aspect to understand humanity. Last few episodes, we spoke about how creation plays a crucial role in understanding the Bible. So, for starters, the Bible is the only book that fulfills the following criteria. Number one, it gives an account of our origins. And number two, it gives such account with hope. All of other accounts that you might find lack that second crucial element. Just at the basic level, whether you are religious or not, the second pointer is a healthier way to perceive life and living. When you think about it, the alternative to the Bible being evolution gives us absolutely no hope or reassurance of a better place, a better future a loving society, and one with standards higher than whatever is in the human heart. How sad of a story that is. But let us move forward now to the other historical elements related to Scripture. Let us reflect from the time you are born, you are living a trailing history. History starts with any events taking place in space and time. History, as you and I know it, is the record of our experiences, the fabric of our lives, and it is used as a frame to reference our human identity. Whatever choice we make does shape us. Whether you are young or old, whether you are believed to be living in misery or in great fulfillment, all things you do have an influence in how you think, how you feel, how you behave and perceive life in general. So, what does this have anything to do with the Bible and its understanding? Well, simply thought, just like you and I start at some point in time, the moment we are born to make history, 
God also has brought parameters in his written word that have a timeline, a linear continuity that progresses over time, from the time of creation to eternity. Interestingly enough, even though the Bible commences with the narrative of creation, in its content we can see far beyond the past. Examples are in the biblical account that narrate about the world that broke in heaven, or when it describes matters related to Satan's fall to pride and wickedness. You may ask, but why is it so important to perceive the Bible as a historical book inspired by God as his own word? Well, this is essential because in doing so we see that there is fact and not fiction. The Bible is not a mere fictional or mythical book, but a book describing the literal reality of humanity and its relationship with God. The historical record of humanity begins with creation and the fall of the human race in mistrusting God and his commands. But then it continues to the plan that God brought forward as a means to reestablish that broken bond between the divine and the human. This is what you might know as the plan of redemption. If you are not too sure what this is or what this might mean for you, I encourage you to reach out. Send us a message. You might contact us as Adventist Reflections Network on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or Twitter. The key here is that history and prophecy like the prophecy of the coming of Christ to save you and I from our mistrust and rebellion against God, are literal. And so is the literal history of humanity in the light of the Bible. It's like no other book at all. This reality places you and I in a better position when you think about it, in a hopeful position, in a reassured position, and in a state of mind that can live with joy, knowing that our connection with God can be reestablished if we accept Christ as our personal Savior. This, you could argue, is a cognitive exercise, but it, it is also the execution of our will as we make a choice. It is interesting that some have attempted to separate the Bible from history. And yet, the same people have acknowledged the impossibility of this. As Walter Dietrich has written, In the modern age, history must be understood and described esti deus non derutar, which means as though God did not exist. Interestingly, though, at the same time, he admits that this makes it difficult when assessing biblical history, because one cannot refute that history. This is as if saying, we accept the Bible as a valuable piece of historical evidence to our world. In fact, we cannot deny it because in doing so we deny crucial parts of our humanity. And yet, we do not accept that baloney that comes with it when speaking about God. I am not sure about you, but to me, it doesn't make much sense. If we were to forget about the faith factor, at the mere logical level, it just doesn't make sense. Think about it. In fact, let us query. Who makes who the referee to arbitrarily pick and choose whatever they want to take as relevant or not relevant in the Bible? If it isn't enough evidence by whoever listens to this, me included, that refuting the Bible as a complete reference to the beginning and future of the human race, then we are placing ourselves in a position where it's like refuting the most important record 
for your life now. No other historical record or sacred writing offers you eternal life by means of love. And if there is something of utter importance for anyone's well-being is, as metaphorical and cheesy as it sounds, to love and to be loved, unconditionally, without regrets, and for eternity. This love comes in the shape of history. No one can deny the evidence that a man was not like any other, lived like any other, and died like any other. This man, Jesus Christ, God incarnated in humanity was here for you. Allow me to share with you what the Bible, the Word of God, says about this part of history. We find this in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verses 12 to 14 and it says, Now, if Christ is preached that he has been raised from the dead, how do some among you say that there is no resurrection of the dead? But if there is no resurrection of the dead, then Christ is not risen. And if Christ is not risen, then our preaching is empty and your faith is also empty. So, how does this play out in real life? As the Hazel brothers in the book of How to Interpret the Scriptures and Oswald in his writings on the Bible amongst the myths put it, think of Star Wars or the Avengers. As you watch a movie based on fictional story taking place on planet Earth with spaceships and invading creatures from other planets, that will not have the same impact as if you were watching on live television the second plane crashing into the Twin Towers on September 11, 2001. In the same way, the power of the Bible is the reality of its witness. It is not a fictional story. God contends that this was the only place he acted that had significance for human beings. That those actions were according to a consistent long-term purpose of love. That he was using the details of human historical behavior to reveal that purpose. And that he was just as capable of using enemies as he was friends to accomplish his good purposes. This interlinking of history and divine prophecy is found nowhere else in the world, ancient or modern. It is this combination that makes the Bible unique. My Adventist Reflections family, there are two ways to go here. You believe or you don't. I desire for you to believe. I desire for you to have the same experience that is offered in the Bible for the believer. As for me, well, I'm just a servant, one that believes. My name is Dr. Dancy, and today I have chosen to love God and embrace the Bible as a crucial piece of evidence, offering me literal evidence of whom He is, whom I am, and what He desires for my life. How about you? Remember to subscribe to this podcast, like it, share it, hashtag it, comment, and find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and Tumblr as Adventist Reflections. God bless you.